Hi, this is Stacy, and welcome to Tent Talks Podcast. I'm your host, and we've got Kimberly Memmott on sound production and editing. So for those who are listening to Tent Talks for one of the first times or are new to the show, I'm Stacy. I'm a massage therapist, been doing it for about 20 years, have a little experience with birth, and have recently totally, I guess, kind of rethought my business after 2020, having shut it down and really working with people on trauma. But this podcast is sort of a collaboration of ideas that I have, of things that I know about because of my work, and it's body-mind connection. It's finding meaning in the body and finding meaning in life through the body and how that affects our relationships, our psychology, our health, all of those things. So sometimes it's kind of a lot of different topics, but for me, in my brain, they all blend together because it's stuff that I help people with at work. And I think the body is the gateway to your life's story, to your lived experience. And a lot of Western philosophy is the body taken apart bit by bit, like, oh, your appendix is sick, it needs to be taken out. Oh, your back hurts, let's do a back surgery. Oh, this isolated part of your brain here has anxiety, let's take a medication. And I think over the years, we've kind of figured out collectively as a society, what ancient societies have known all along. And that is that your body's connected as a whole. It's um, everything is connected to everything else. And so we, we can treat isolated injuries and illnesses, but it affects the whole person, the whole entity. And we are a lot more accepting of that idea now, I think, as psychology becomes more pop psychology or more everyday language, we're accepting that more as we've lived through a pandemic as a society and we're kind of breaking down ableism and understanding that a lot more people have special needs now than ever before and need accessibility and maybe even have chronic conditions. And so we're starting to really look at life through a different lens and it's more integrated and it's more of a holistic nature. And that's sort of great for me. And it's what I'm passionate about because I feel like I've been a broken record for 20 years talking to people about their emotional experiences or stress compounding in the body, connecting it to injuries, to illness, to pain in their body. And some people just are still having a hard time understanding that. And so today's episode, I actually want to talk about how emotions are stored in the body or how belief systems are stored in the body. And this is from a lot of Eastern philosophy, particularly a lot of traditional Chinese medicine talks about this through meridian channels with elemental, also with hot and cold, but they have a lot of information about how all of these systems are connected and also coming from our Vedic tradition and philosophy along with just modern day language. So 
I would say a lot of people come in to get a massage with pain. Sometimes it's chronic, sometimes it's acute. So sometimes it just has barely happened. They woke up stiff neck or they did some sort of action and it would be like a normal everyday action. Let's say they just turned their head and they turn their head and somehow their neck just got stuck and now they've got this searing pain and they've lost mobility and so they're calling and they're trying to get an appointment to see me. Sometimes it's just people that have chronic conditions. They're looking for help. They're looking for just monthly or biweekly sessions to basically function and get through life because things just build up and they need help releasing things through their body. And it's weird to think of massage is a way to cope with life and let things go. But by the very system of the body through lymph, through elimination, through energy, you really do feel lighter after a session or you feel like there's more space in your body or like you can get through things. Pain reduction is a part of that, but also just moving your blood and getting those red blood cells to different areas of the body brings healing, brings oxygenation, and brings nutrients. So when people come to me and they kind of talk about or they describe to me an injury and let's say that it's acute, it's something that just happened, I stepped in a hole, I cranked my neck, and now I can't move past this point or I just slept funny. And I'll start talking to them about what's going on in their life. And they'll be kind of confused. Like, no, I just slept wrong. No, I just turned my head. And I have to go through this process of describing that your body is a reflection of what's happening in your life. And it's giving you this opportunity to look within for a deeper meaning. And you don't have to believe that. And you don't have to think that way. But it's like you've turned your head or you've slept and woken up a million times before and haven't had the same struggle. So there's something about doing the same repetitive action this time around that your body has taken injury or a little bit of rebellion, created pain. And why is that? And so this is the beginning of an invitation, really, of taking a look at how your body might be communicating to you. And some of this principle falls on like polyvagal theory or the vagus nerve where the body is giving the brain a lot of messages. But the brain sending the message back to the body is a slower process because there's so many more messages that are coming from the body to the brain than the body can respond to. And so you can become really dysregulated or the body will just start to flare up and show those symptoms. And I just kind of want to go through the body and give some of the most common emotional or life or belief problems that are happening in the body. So the first thing that we need to know is that the brain controls or interacts with the body. So the left brain communicates to the right side of the body. The right brain communicates to the left side of the body. So it's switched like that. The left brain is in charge of a lot of everyday details. It's an information tracker, but it also contains like the past and the future. 
So it's running information at you all the time, the left brain. And it's going to tell you stories of why, because it's going to remind you of what has happened in the past, or it's going to remind you of like, in the future, we want to have this happen, so we need to do this. The right brain is very much present moment. It's very much creative solution, and it's much more of a flow state. I believe the perfect scenario is to have a lot of communication between the left and right hemispheres of the brain. And this happens a lot through, you've heard of, we've talked about like EMDR that a lot of therapists are using, where it's activating both sides of the brain to heal trauma. Ideally, we're working with both sides of the brain. We're having that bilateral stimulation. But when we're stressed out or when we're in a real state of distress, we're usually functioning primarily out of left brain. And again, left brain is going very fast because it is holding so much data. It's going through deep dives. It's going through all the past history of everything you know about a topic. It's projecting future scenarios. But why that's important is because, and a lot of people do notice this, surprisingly. So you're probably going to find some sort of correlation with this as I tell it. But a lot of people will find themselves having a string of injuries all on one side of the body. Sometimes it's back and forth, but it's usually like, okay, I've got a left bum knee, I've got a rash here on my left arm, and I've got a sty on my eye on my left side. And it's like, okay, let's talk about that. That's all obviously controlled by the right brain if we're on the left body. And then let's break it down part by part or symptom by symptom. And let's try to gather some more meaning. I think it's important to know just that kind of information that there is right brain, left brain, and that is controlling the opposite sides of your body. Because if you notice that you're having a lot of injuries on one side of the body, you've got to start stimulating the other side of the brain. So brush your teeth with the opposite hand, take a different route home from work, start doing things that really are out of routine for you, start switching up the routine so you have to think about it. Like eating cereal with your other hand, just trying new experiences because you want to break out of the pattern. And a lot of people also have somatic exercises to help get more communication between left and right hemispheres of the brain. So that's a quick Google search or a YouTube search. But a lot of stretching, just doing it on either side of the body or tapping. But there's a lot of information that is very easily accessible that's a little bit hard to explain verbally that you can look up with a quick Google search of typing somatic exercises for increased bilateral communication in the brain. Like, you know, something along those lines you can look up. So just Knowing that information, now we're going to scroll down the body and and sort of talk about when somebody's getting an injury somewhere, what it could possibly mean. So anytime we're talking about, we'll start with the feet. The feet, I like to think of foundational support, structure support. When something's happening with the feet, It's something foundational with yourself, your life, how you're moving through the world. 
knees are definitely to me representative of your support structures and your stability and finding flexibility and not only that flexibility, but the flexibility that comes from having stability. You can move a lot easier if you feel that you have a strong, stable structure. The hips are, I mean, anytime you're talking about the hips with somebody, anytime someone has a hip issue, the hips are about moving forward in life. Your hips propel you forward. So even the example of why I even wanted to do this podcast on this topic is because I've been experiencing some real hip spasms and some tightness around my hips. And I'm going through a big change right now. And I'm having a hard time moving forward in that change. And I am feeling it through my hips as they're very tight. Sometimes they even spasm. The organs, you can get really specific with organs. The main things that come up, obviously your gut is going to be about digesting life. Anytime you're having stomach issues, and we see this really common, right? I mean, scale back. Think of a kid that has a tummy ache that's nervous about something, nervous about an upcoming thing. Think about yourself. Anytime there's stress, we feel that immediately in our gut. So when we talk about digesting life, it's like assimilating and yeah, feeling like we can break it down and and understand it and get through and anticipating what's going to happen, that kind of a sensation. The liver is typically about anger, actually, anger. The gallbladder, resentment. Uh, I would just like to say that I have had some gallbladder attacks in my day. And I definitely know it was about resentment in that moment. And that was really good information for me to have because it helped me work down and and break up some gallstones and heal my gallbladder. Now, it's not, these things are a work in progress, of course. If you need medical attention, seek medical attention and don't just blame it on an emotion. But if you catch things, in a reasonable amount of time and work through it and have a foundational understanding that it could be other parts of your life or other emotions or situations, relationships that you're having, you can really make some change. Sometimes the body's gone too far. So please seek medical help if you need medical help. But if it's something that you're just experiencing sensation and emotion in the body, and it's creating pain, then I think there's a little bit more flexibility there with options. So I just want to put that out there as a warning. Kidneys. Definitely kidneys are about fear and holding on to things that are not helpful. The pancreas is the ability to process joy in your life. The lungs, grief. The lungs are about grief. And I think that's really interesting as my family has had some lung issues. We have a history of just getting pneumonia. And I think there's a lot of grief in my family. And I've thrown that parallel out there. The heart is about giving and receiving love. The throat is about repressing your voice or your creativity. Um, Anytime hearing, obviously, you don't want to hear something. Sight, inability to see something or something that you're seeing is irritating. Head is usually resisting the flow of life or overthinking some kind of stubbornness, the neck stubbornness. Now, another interesting thing 
deep diving in this is that the front of your body is usually present moment things, while the back of your body is usually past stuff. So for example, if somebody's having a lot of pain through their ribs on their backside, that's usually an area that we store betrayal or like the idea of getting stabbed in the back. Somebody's having a lot of shoulder pain, the over responsibility carrying too many burdens for people, low back, stability, feeling like you have to care for things and you don't have the resources, the tools, the money, whatever it is, it's a really deep stability wound. And it can be in past or present. When you think about the pelvis as a whole, we store a lot through the pelvis. And so women often store things in their wombs. And we like to hold things that we think that we can take care of in our wombs. We'll store it in their situationships. If you know that term, like a lot of relationship trauma, a lot of caretaking of people gets stored in the womb. With men, I think it's a lot of deep trauma that gets seated in the front of the hips that show up as low back pain. Because remember, again, it's past deep trauma. The fingers are about like the small details of life. The wrists, we're talking like moving through life's experiences, being able to work through things. And all of these things... It doesn't have to be like 100% how things go. But I think if you talk to somebody and you break down why they're stressed and why that area of the body is carrying that injury, whether it, again, is something that comes up all the time as a really chronic deep issue, or if it's one of those, you know, freak things where you just turned your head and your neck is like cranked and you can't move and you're isolated and frozen, whether it's something really acute or chronic, we can look to our body for more information of, is this a reoccurring thing in my life? And if you don't quite recognize it, ask yourself deeper questions. Is this a family issue that I might be carrying on behalf of my family? Is there any kind of genetic trauma here or genetic patterning that's in my genetic code that I'm carrying on behalf of my ancestors? There's a lot of repeating patterns, of course, in your DNA and your genetics. And sometimes When our bodies show us symptoms, we're like, I don't really understand how this is fitting in with my life. It doesn't make sense. Sometimes people are just, they hold things in their bodies. And I think like, you know, when small children get sick or really big life-threatening diseases or illnesses, it's so unfair because it doesn't make sense. And it just like rips at our heartstrings. And we want to, of course, find meaning, find meaning, find meaning. And I think in some of these times, perhaps it's like not the best idea to search out for the fine details of why something could happen. But most of the time, having this information feels really powerful. And it gives you a lot of flexibility and freedom with your treatment plan moving forward. Again, Always seek out medical help if there's something major going on. But for most of us with these aches and pains, our body is longing to talk to us. It's sending us emotions that we are ignoring that then get stored in our body, in the cells of our tissues. 
And if we just take a moment to connect with our body and hear the story that it's telling us, because it might not be able to get enough communication and response sent to the brain to to heal and send proper nutrients down, like it is your job as the steward of your body to connect and listen in. And this is a way that the body communicates to us. It communicates to us by storing these emotions and belief systems in your body. And when you have an injury, nine times out of 10, you will be able to find such a correlation to what's going on in your emotional state, in the things that you believe in about your life, about yourself, about your family. So there's so many different body charts. Again, this is an easy Google search, emotional body chart, something like that. If you're a visual learner, you can see where emotions are stored in the body. They're stored in, of course, the organs and then different parts of the body that are symbolic because not everything is literal in life. Some things are very symbolic and some things are both. And so as you activate, you know, left and right side of your brain, think about things symbolically as well as, you know, in some cases, quite literally. Anyway, I hope this information is helpful to you. It's something that if you know a body worker, if you know a healer, this is something they just carry with them. It's like, we've just been memorizing this information for decades because we repeat it to people all the time. So there's a lot of cool perspectives out there and a lot of cool charts and information, somatic practices. You can look up, this is become a lot more widely accepted, I think, through the pandemic and through the rise of people really deconstructing ableism and able-bodied and really understanding that we are humans, we are susceptible to things. And we need to start in this conversation of inclusivity and redefining what health even is and looks like. And it's holistic. It is body, mind, spirit, soul. Anyway, Thank you so much for joining for today's episode. Thank you for your attention. If you like this podcast, feel free to share, leave a review, help us with the algorithms. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on Tent Talks.